Hello there, I'm Hank Hill, and I sell propane and propane accessories, too, in Arlen, Texas. I gotta say, I sure envy you. After a hard day's work at a job you love, you get to take your son to see the cowboys. I am so sick of you South Texas pig jockeys coming in here, waking me up to tell me, how about them cowboys? Arlen stinks and Wichita Falls rules. And you know why? Because in five minutes, I can be inside the great state of Oklahoma. Go Sooners! What? Go Sooners! Go Sooners! Come out! Stop it! Stop it now! Right, everybody, that was the fight song for the University of Oklahoma Sooners, uh, Boomer Sooner. And if you don't know the lyrics, it's simply Boomer, Boomer Sooner repeated ad nauseum. And the reason we are talking about that is today on Word Salad, the show with all the words, all the best words, we are discussing Boomer. Okay, Boomer. And it's not maybe the okay Boomer you're thinking about. We're talking about okay as in the abbreviation for the state of Oklahoma, and Boomer, as in the land pirates. Although we're going to take a little detour to talk about the actual Boomers and why we use the word Boomer and where that comes from. You're listening to the mighty CJSR 88.5 FM in Edmonton, Alberta, Treaty 6 Territory. I am your host, Dr. Russell Cobb, and every episode on Word Salad we take one word or one phrase and we find out its hidden histories and where it comes from and tell you stories and play music about that word or phrase. And this episode, like I said, boomer. Now, to get started here, you heard a little bit uh, from King of the Hill and Hank Hill had an unfortunate run-in with some uh, Oklahoma Sooner fans there. And then you heard a little bit of the... Uh, the Boomer Sooner fight song. And um, I should say, before we go any further, that this is the coronavirus edition of Word Salad. And I am having to record from my basement because we got to flatten the curve. We got to practice this social distancing. And uh, mics are festering substances full of all kinds of germs and viruses. So I am not even going to go near one, a shared one anyway. I'm just going to use the one I have in my basement. So the audio quality might be a little lacking at times. Bear with me. All right. So what I'm going to say here is we're going to we're going to have a, we're going to get to a little history of the boomers. And before I do, let me say that a lot of this has been excerpted from my book, The Great Oklahoma Swindle: Race, Religion, and Lies in America's Weirdest State. And if you like what you're hearing today on Word Salad, the show with all the words, all the best words. Grab a copy of the book and you can get the full history, the full history of the Boomers and the Sooners and this undertold crazy story in American history. Again, it's the Great Oklahoma Swindle, Race, Religion, and Lies in America's Weirdest State. And if you don't think Oklahoma is America's Weirdest State, you can, tre- you can tweet at me at Scissortail74 and fight me. I- I- I'll bring it, bring it. 
bring it. I, I Florida guy, I see you, Florida man. I know you fight crocodiles and do all kinds of crazy things with crystal meth, but I can outdo you with Oklahoma man. I'm just telling you right now. All right, so let's have uh, another boomer song, and um, then we're going to get to a little, a little bit of word history. Hope you enjoy. Okay, Boomer, it's Word Salad. I'm back again. It's your host, Dr. Russell Cobb, with the show that brings you all the words, all the best words. Every episode, we take one word. We tell you lots of stories about that word. We talk, track down its etymology, play you some songs, tell you some history you maybe not know. And this month, I bring you Boomer. Um, boomers, you probably know from... The baby boomers, but, and we're going to get into that in a little bit, but I want to tell you a story about a group of boomers that you may not even know anything about. The boomer movement. Uh, the boomer movement began in what today is called the state of Oklahoma. Uh, that is a state just north of the state of Texas. It's where your host is from originally and grew up. And I want to tell you a little bit about the boomers because when I grew up, the boomers were the heroes. And whenever the Oklahoma Sooners took the field during a football game, we chanted Boomer Sooner. Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain, and the waving wheat can sure smell sweet when the wind comes right behind the rain. Oklahoma, every night my honey lamb and I sit alone and talk. And I got a vague notion of who these people were, the boomers and the sooners. But it really wasn't until quite recently that I gave it a different look. Boomers, as it turns as it turns out, were the name giving to given to settlers in what became the state of Oklahoma, who attempted to enter the unassigned lands. The unassigned lands themselves were actually part of uh, different Native American nations, indigenous nations that were given to those nations after the Trail of Tears. I'm talking about the Cherokee, the Choctaw, the Chickasaw, and the Creek Muscogee, and the Seminole. And for in a crazy twist of history, which we probably won't have time to get into, much of that land was seized by the federal government and the federal government thought it would come up with some initiative to promote settlement. And as they were thinking about that, there arrived in town, well in town, on the border, a group of men called the Boomers. The Boomers were 
a group of people who thought that they could just waltz into the unassigned lands and start their own cities out of nothing. And I thought I would read you just a little bit from a wonderful book called Boomtown, The Fantastical Saga of Oklahoma City it's chaotic and it's chaotic founding by Sam Anderson. Uh, Anderson talks about this guy, David Payne, who, again, um, seemed like a hero when I grew up. He was the guy that we all thought was, you know, the, one of the founding fathers. Anderson gives us a different picture of this boomer. He says that Payne was basically a master of PR. Um, he realized that this bl this this so-called blank territory, he could in this blank territory he could he could he could portray himself as the savior of it. He was a propagandist, and he started a little newspaper called the Oklahoma War Chief, and with through this newspaper he raised an army of land seekers, a cult of ruined Americans people for whom Oklahoma represented the very last best chance. These were often sharecroppers. These were people from the deep south who didn't really have anything. And then Payne and his followers called themselves the boomers. They exaggerated their size and power wherever they could. They made themselves sound like an army that, were, that was going to turn this country inside out. And the only thing that could stop them, these boomers, was the immediate opening of Oklahoma, the New World Holy Land, the site of their destiny, the final scrap of untaken America. So forget what you think about OK Boomer and the baby boom. These were the original boomers. These guys come in. Um, that was from, by the way, that was from Sam Anderson's book. Um, it's your host, Dr. Russell Cobb, back again to tell you my own take on the boomers. Um, they were they were illegal, actually. And <laughs> this is amazing to me to think that the boomers were these sort of heroic settlers when, in fact, what they were doing was against federal law. And uh, they would they were told they would be evicted if they did what they said they were going to do. If they really wanted to settle this land, <clears throat> these unassigned lands, so-called, they would have to wait for the land run. And there was going to be a land run in 1889. And somebody would get there and shoot a gun into the air, and then the land run would be on. But these boomers did not want to wait until then. And in 1880, in, uh, at night, they slipped out of Wichita, Kansas, slept in a haystack and met up with a party of other boomers near the border. And then they all headed south. Now, actually, it turns out the federal government was expecting this. So they deployed soldiers who were patrolling all over the unassigned lands to find invaders and to stop them. But the boomers evaded this army. They evaded the soldiers. They got through. And then him, David Payne, and his miniature army traveled day and night through, uh, through the territory until they got basically right smack dab in the middle. Um, as they did this, they crossed flooded rivers. 
Uh, they went through terrible storms. Spring in Oklahoma is there's lots of tornadoes. And as it turned out, the unassigned lands were not unoccupied. The Napers uh, were living there. The Sack and Fox were living there, and uh, they were threatened. <clears throat> they were threatened, um, but they rode on uh, until finally they came at a bend on the North Canadian River, and they said, "This is where we will stay." And that was how the city of Oklahoma City began. Downtown Oklahoma City, where you can today go and see an Oklahoma City Thunder basketball game. You can go to the Murrah Building, so the, uh, the memorial of the terrible terrorist attack. Uh, that was how it began, with a group of land pirates setting off illegally, violating federal law, and setting up a city in the middle of nothing. So yeah, that's the boomers. Um, like I said, I thought the boomers were the good guys, um, along with the Sooners. And the Sooners came after the boomers, um, very similar to the boomers in that they would not wait for the official the official gun to, 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 to shoot and to settle the land. They just went ahead and did it all on their own. And, um, you know, today we might call them squatters. Um, we might call them land pirates. But in the state of Oklahoma, they are called heroes. So the boomers. Um, let's take a little break before we move on to the uh, baby boom and listen to the song. Boomer Sooner, the anthem of the Oklahoma Sooners. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Word Salad, the show with all the words, all the best words, broadcast from 88.5 FM in Edmonton, Alberta, Treaty 6, Treaty 6 Territory. That's right, it is the mighty, mighty CGSR. Also available on your favorite podcast platforms. It's hard to say podcast platforms in a pandemic. Woo, yeah, I just did that. That's right, it's Word Salad, the, the coronavirus edition. If things, if the audio quality is a little substandard, I hope you will forgive me, but I did not want to engage in mic sharing in this age of social distancing. So, but hey, it's not going to stop word salad. We're doing boomers this time. Uh, boomers, we're talking about where the word boomer comes from, how it got applied to the baby boom, and we're also telling stories about the boomers you may not have heard of, the Oklahoma boomers. Now, before we get to the story about the Oklahoma Boomers with my special guest, Apollonia Pena, who is not a boomer, is a millennial, but actually went to a university where they chant like crazy people, boomer sooner. 
every football game and their mascot is the Sooners, Sooners, and they have two horses named Boomer and Sooner. So yeah, lots of rah-rah um, Oklahoma uh, boosterism going on there. I thought we would take a, a short detour and talk about actual the actual baby boomers and where that comes from. Ironically enough, the term baby boom really didn't get much currency until the, bo the baby boomers themselves were well, well into adulthood. Now, it had been noted by sociologists that the years after World War II in North America experienced a spike in the birth rate. And it's just that no one really had a name for it until the early 60s when the Salt Lake Tribune was discussing kids of that of that era and used the term uh, baby boomers. And, it, and in that context, it was talking about how, how much the baby boomers were watching television. Um, baby boomers were apparently killing the radio audience. So well before millennials came along and killed um, scheduled TV and the idea of the rerun, the baby boomers were being blamed for killing radio. And guess what? Radio is back. So don't fret. Everything is cyclical. Anyway, well, maybe not everything, but some things are. Anyway, baby boomers, they were uh, killing the radio. They were considered a threat back then, but not many people actually use the term baby boomer. But then in 1970, the Washington Post wrote about the, quote, baby boomers of the Eisenhower decade. And that really established the, the core uh, time period of the baby boomers, that which would be about 1952 to about 1960. Post-1960, baby boomers start to, start to fade into to Gen X, and so we won't really even talk about them. Now, looking at Google Ngrams, where you can chart the rise and fall of certain terms, it shows that the term baby boomer really didn't increase until the 1980s. That's when it really started to show up across a wide variety of media, and then really took off after 1991, when William Strauss and Neil Howe wrote a book about generations. So really trying to codify what these generations were, when they were born, and what their characteristics were. And it was that that same volume that we probably first, heard, uh, first witnessed the term millennial. So by the, the turn of the century, the word and the phrase baby boomer had been codified and had developed its own stereotypes. And that is when we that is where we get to our current impasse of OK Boomer, is that boomers have been blamed for a wide variety of society's problems, from debt to climate change to racism, you name it. And in fact, I'm looking here at a meme that uh, shows two happy millennials embracing each other, swinging on a on a porch. Um, right there looking very, very pleased with themselves. And up at the top in a sort of smaller script, it says, baby boomer generation, lost every war, voted in every corrupt politician, did all the drugs, trashed the economy, and left future generations drowning in debt. And then in bigger font at the very bottom says, blames millennials for the world's problems. 
So there you go, getting into some of the stereotypes of baby boomers and millennials. Um, I don't really want to get into that because this is word salad and we're not about sowing division in the place. We are about tracing hidden histories of words and uh, we are talking about boomer, okay boomer, and not just okay boomer the phrase, but the okay boomers, that is the Oklahoma boomers who were instrumental in turning what was considered or what was legally classified as Indian territory in the state of Oklahoma into the nation's 46th state and how we got this crazy team called the Oklahoma Sooners and why you have 100,000 people every Saturday yelling at the top of their lungs, making themselves hoarse, boomer and sooner. So I hope you're hunkering down. I hope you're social distancing and taking all the steps you need to and listening to a show about words because I am happy to bring it to you from my basement. Again, apologizing for the low quality of audio, but hey, let's take a quick break. Let's hear another Oklahoma song, another OK Boomer song, and then we will get to our interview. If you like what you're hearing today, if you're interested in the stories of Sooners and Boomers, or anything about the nation's weirdest state. Yeah, I see you, Florida man. I'm coming for you. Why don't you consider getting a copy of my book, The Great Oklahoma Swindle, Race, Religion, and Lies in America's Weirdest State, where I flesh out all these stories in great detail. Love to talk more about it. Um, it's all there. Order it uh, if you can from your local bookstore. Maybe they'll even deliver it, or you can just choose one of those behemoth corporations to deliver it to you. It's the Great Oklahoma Swindle. And brought to you by Dr. Russell Kopp, not a swindle at all. Okay, so let's. Uh, we will be back in just a few. There's a full moon over Tulsa I hope that it's shining on you The nights are getting cold Cherokee County, there's a blue northern passing through. I remember green eyes and a rancher's daughter, but remember is all that I do. Losing you left a pretty good cowboy with nothing to hold on to. Sundown came and I drove to town and drank a drink or two. You're the reason God made Oklahoma. You're the reason God made Oklahoma. And I'm sure missing. Anyway, so Apollonia, um, thanks for talking to me. And how how do we know each other? know each other because I was writing in the summer of spring of 2018. I was working on a rough draft talking about the gathering place and how that was originally supposed to be creek allotment land. It was originally land that was allotted to a creek man named Tukabuchi. And then a few weeks before the gathering place opened, I saw that you had written an article in the Tulsa World, and a lot of my friends were um, private messaging me 
on social media being like, ooh, Paulina, did you see that this guy wrote the article that you were trying to write? Who is he? Do you know him? And I didn't know you. And I was really mad, honestly, that I was writing that story from the perspective of being a Muscogee Creek female that was raised in this part of Tulsa. And then some dude whose name I didn't recognize, I didn't know if you were from here and you were like some white academic dude, came in and wrote that story. And so I did, you know, what I thought was the appropriate steps. And I friend requested you on Facebook and you accepted. And immediately afterwards, they sent you a private message stating as much to you how I was writing that story and it would have been better had it come from a Creek female perspective. Um, but I'm glad that it was written at all and other people were thinking about these considerations, how the gathering place is built on Creek allotment land. And that wasn't really being recognized by the gathering place. And uh, I was kind of had a little bit of bite that first message I sent you, but you turned out to be fairly nice and didn't react too strongly to it. In fact, you were pretty nice when you wrote me back, which I just was kind of like, damn it. He seems like a nice person after all. <laughs> you were you were disappointed that I was nice? I'm not disappointed. I'm just like used to whenever I'm trying to have these sincere discussions with like white people, European Americans, whatever you want to call them, in academia or elsewhere, that I'm just used to there being kind of a reactionary response, and then you were nice, and I don't know, I just wasn't really prepared for it, honestly, because generally I'm used to being antagonized. Yeah, well, I was a little shocked that anyone else was working on that story. Like, I thought I'd... I hate to say this word, but discovered it. So. <laughs> no, you didn't discover it, but I think maybe you're one of the very few people that care to kind of tell the full truth of a lot of things that go on here in Tulsa. Right. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, when, when I got that message from you, I was a little shocked. I was worried. I thought I was going to be called out. Thought I was going to become some hashtag on Twitter. But then we struck up a conversation, and then it turned out there was a lot more to the story as well that we're collaborating on. Yes, yes, uh, a lot more to it. And considering how different my background is than yours, and yours from mine, we actually have a lot of really weird things in common. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And it's also really strange that it. I thought this is a kind of an interesting story about history, but it turns out that there are lots of people who care about not having it revealed. That there are certain people who it sounds like they would rather these stories about land swindles and frauds and 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 theft 
legalized and otherwise not be made public? Yes, that's true. And that still goes on in present-day Oklahoma, just with uh, a different face. I don't think it's as overt as it used to be. Right. Yeah. Now it goes by the name of philanthropy. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we, we won't go there. We won't go there just yet. We won't go there just yet. I know. I'm I'm a little I'm a little butt hurt. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I'll get over it. I'll get uh-huh. over it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um anyway, that's cool. Anyway, so um okay, one more thing I want to ask you about while I have you on this awesome machine that I made work. Um um this time I'm going to shift gears a little bit. So Um, yeah, I'm lucky to have Apollonia with me today to talk about this month's episode on Word Salad, the show with all the words, all the best words. And this month we're exploring the word boomer. And we're bringing you some lesser known stories about boomer. You may know about OK Boomer, but do you know about OK as in Oklahoma boomers? You probably don't. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit about the Oklahoma boomers. And Apollonia actually went to the University of Oklahoma and one of, well, the mascot. um, Well, what is the the mascot of the University of Oklahoma, Apollonia? We we are known as the Sooners. The Sooners, Um, yeah. Yeah, and specifically... um, you know, there there's two religions down here in Oklahoma. It is uh, Christianity and it is football, and particularly OU football. And so, like, the call and response for a lot of the, like, big uh, fans is they'll say, Boomer, and then the response would be, do it, Russ, you're from here. Um, I can yell it really loud. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> boomer! <laughs> I know. No, how about, how about, which one do you do? Do you want to do Boomer or I'll do, you want to do Boomer or Sooner? I'm going to do Boomer and then you do Sooner, okay? Okay, okay, you go, you go. Okay. Boomer! Sooner! <laughs> I just... We're probably like the lamest examples of football. Yeah, that is, that's that. actually, that is, that is, that is like, that is like Boomer, that is the Boomer Sooner chant on like, on, on some sort of antidepressant. Like it's, it's like really, or some sort of like, like Xanax or something. It's just, it's so, that was so lame how we did it. Imagine, imagine like a hundred thousand people in like one space and half of them are yelling at the top of their lungs this word boomer and then the other half the other 50,000 are yelling sooner and then they do that for about 4 hours <laughs> under the blazing sun Oklahoma sun you know on on us every Saturday in the fall um what so okay so Walk me through this, Apollonia, like, because I didn't, I didn't, you know, I mean, I've got my oaky cred, but I didn't go to school or at least college in Oklahoma. Like, what's it like when you go to the University of Oklahoma and do they talk, do they talk to you at all about the boomers and the Sooners or do you just have to figure that out on your own? Um, 
I think if you're interested about the history, you kind of have to figure it out on your own. But from my college courses that I took at OU in Norman, Oklahoma, I don't remember boomer, sooner uh, etymology ever being discussed in depth. Um, you know, I was really involved with Native American studies and uh Native activities on campus and organizations, and so just through hanging out with other Native students, um, I kind of knew the origins and how some of us would have these discussions of like, oh, the golf of OU wanting a bunch of Native undergrad students to chant and respond to Boomer sooner, when in a way it's celebrating uh, land that was supposed to be for us here in Indian Territory before statehood in 1907. Uh, this, this, a lot of us are forcibly removed here to the state of Oklahoma, and this was supposed to be our land, Indian Territory. Yet, boomers came in, and then after them, sooners came in and were trying to put stakes on this land and illegally got um, some of this land that was set aside for certain tribes here in Oklahoma. Um, and to the point to where, like, whenever each of the football games start, there's like the boomer schooner, right? Or like the roughnecks that run yeah. out. Yeah. And the uh, uh, and the wagon with a little horse and everything. Yeah. To, the sooner and the sooner schooner and and this so the sooner right. that schooner. that's sort of the 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 actual physical mascot, right? Is like you have two horses, and if I'm not mistaken, they're actually called boomer and sooner, right? Is that correct? Yeah, I, th- I think that they are. So you have these two horses hooked up to this carriage that's covered, like a covered wagon called the Sooner Schooner, and it it um, it comes out on the football field and it's and it's uh, driven around the football field, and after every score, then they do another lap with these horses, Boomer and Sooner, and then the the people covering or carrying the wagon, right? Did I get that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, contained within that, there's somebody that will go out and, like, put a stake in the football field to represent, you know, white settlers coming and claiming a stake. In the oh, no way. I didn't, know, I didn't know that part. They actually go out and, like, hammer a stake into the field? Yeah, sometimes they do that. Oh, I totally missed that one. Oh, so it's like a rep- so every time the Oklahoma football team scores, you have this dramatic reenactment of the illegal settlement by white settlers on native land. Uh, some of it was illegal. A lot of it was. Yes. Well, Not this all of it, it wasn't. No. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, let's back up because this is the way I understand it, and maybe I'm wrong, but the way I the way I understood it is that. There was uh, in 1889. There was going to be the unassigned lands were going to be opened up for white settlement, and um, that in itself was was is kind of dubious. But beyond that, the the boomers were the first people who came in before there ever was a land run and staked out territory. Illegally, and then as I as I know it, then the Sooners came in, and that was right before the land run. So they had decided they're going to do this land run in 1889. Somebody's going to shoot off a gun on the border with Kansas, and then they're all going to come streaming in to claim their 40 acres. But 
before the gun went off, the Sooners, hence the name Sooner, um, got there sooner. Like they, right? Isn't and that so? Yeah, yeah. Isn't so that illegal? So the Sooners, yeah, that is illegal. That is illegal. When I said, you know, most of them were illegal and a few weren't, I'm talking about the people that, you know, Oklahoma land run was April 22nd, 1889. The people that waited till noon, you know, and like tried to do the right thing. You I mean guess. those chumps who actually waited? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> that ain't Oklahoma. That, that is, is Oklahoma. I know. Th- th- those must have been the Canadians. <laughs> yeah. Actually, who yeah. actually were like, oh, you want us? Oh, you want us to wait? Oh, shall we actually wait until this officially starts? Were they Canadian? I, you know, I don't know. I, I, yeah. So yeah, let's talk about boomers. So, so boomers started flooding into Oklahoma uh, uh, in about 1879, and they were coming in because they were trying to lay a uh, claim, make a stake on the unassigned lands, which is approximately like in the middle of Oklahoma, um, kind of closed in by a number of different tribal boundaries. And the boomers reasoned that it was legal for them to do this because the Homestead Act of 1860 said that any settler could claim 160 acres of public land. Boomers thought that the unassigned land here in Indian Territory was considered public land, and so they would try to claim their 160 acres, even though they were infringing on some tribal jurisdictional boundaries at that time. I didn't know that. I didn't know they were using the Homestead Act as a front for what they were doing. Yeah, and a lot of them did uh, get removed um, by the United States government, or were tried to be moved, but I think they would just come back just like a few months later, a couple of years later. Wait a second, Apollonia. Are you telling me, oh my God, are you telling me you basically have some immigrants who came across the border and were basically arrested by the U.S. federal, like U.S. federal forces, taken back across the border, and then they came back again a few months later? That sounds... That they sounds, were just trying to make a better life for themselves but, and their children and their families. But they're... They're illegals. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so did, you so you're basically they were co- European American illegals coming on to crossing borders. What uh, Apollonia? Why why didn't they just get in line and do it legally? Like you know, you know. I mean, wait wait their turn in line. Why didn't they do that? I don't know something about that me first attitude. Hmm. Expansion manifest destiny. Huh. Because I because I thought I mean you know I I thought that like the whole thing about the whole debate about immigration was that um that like immigrants couldn't come across you know sovereign borders and and just do whatever they wanted they needed to and they should if they did they should be arrested and thrown out I thought that was the thing. But you're telling me like 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 the people that were celebrating the people that the University of Oklahoma 
celebrates, in fact, like prints and probably makes like hundreds of millions of dollars on in merchandise and ticket sales are celebrating people who were illegally crossing borders? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I guess in a nutshell, that is what I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Boomer. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for that one. I just had that wait. I just had to wait for the right moment. Okay, no, you're not a Boomer. You're you're a millennial anyway, right? Aren't you? Or you're totally. I'm a millennial. Are you an Xennial? Oh yeah, that's why we get along. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's why we get along. get along. Yeah, I don't get along with millennials. I, 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 I just I need some jaded Gen X. Uh, that's what I look for. It's just the jaded, <laughs> the jaded, cynical Gen X resentment towards the man and corporations. Anyway, I feel like any minute a Radiohead album is going to start playing. I, actually, is going to be. Minutes. It's actually going to be Beck. If that's cool. Anyway. <laughs> I really like okay. Beckus. Anyway, okay, so uh, back to our story. This is Word Salad from the mighty CGSR 88.5 in Edmonton, Alberta, Treaty 6 territory. Uh, my guest this month is Apollonia Pina. We're talking about boomers, and we're telling you a lesser-known story of boomers, not the baby boom, but rather the boomers that, as uh, we have discovered, illegally crossed in to um, the Oklahoma Territory and Indian Territory claiming 160-acre tracts of land. Anyway, so, Paulinia, you're telling me, like, okay, we're going over the history of the boomers. You have you went to the University of Oklahoma where people shout boomer sooner and celebrate the boomers and the sooners uh, who, as we've discussed, were essentially illegal immigrants to the state of Oklahoma. Um, how did you tell me about, I know you were kind of involved in some sort of movement to maybe reassess or rethink the university's relationship with these, with these land pirates. How did that go? Uh, it went like this. So, um, I believe it was in spring of 2015, there was an incident, uh, a very ugly racist incident. Uh, well, there's actually been a few of those at OU. Um, uh, but in spring of 2015, there was what we call the SA incident, where um, this fraternity there made some, they used the N-word. Um, they had like a fraternity chant. And so it caused a lot of um Obviously, it upset a lot of his students, and the Black Student Union got together, and they wrote, like, this kind of, like, Black Student Manifesto, and, you know, at the time, I was in Council of Fire, which was the Native American Debate and Leadership Society, and we had been thinking about doing something like this, too, to air our grievances with things that we saw that could be better between the relations between the university and its Native American students particularly because we have such a unique relationship to this land as Native students, as does OU being situated on what used to be at one time Indian land and is not anymore. Um, And so we ended up writing a Native student manifesto that was about six or seven pages long. And 
it got kind of like you know sent to the chair of a department it eventually kind of went up the ladder and it eventually got us a private meeting with um, president david Bourne, who was the president of ou at that time and you know we had a good meeting with him um he did listen to what we had to say but when we were having this meeting with david Bourne, we mentioned how ridiculous it is that they expect us to chant boomer sooner and uh, he just immediately like kind of stopped that and he's like we're always going to have that i'm not changing that and so we got other things out of that conversation the native american studies department went from being just a program to a full-fledged department they were able to hire on additional uh faculty for native american studies um indigenous people's day was officially recognized um by president Boren at the university of oklahoma which kind of set in motion it being recognized in other parts of Oklahoma and other cities of Oklahoma. But when it came to us discussing Boomer Sooner, uh, yeah, he definitely nipped that in the bud when we were trying to discuss it with him. He did listen to our reasons for why it is problematic for people to be saying that, particularly for us Native students to be expected to chant that at football games. Did did he give a reason why that was just a non-starter? It basically it's too much part of the OU culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like then that would be a conversation too of changing like the entire mascot of OU, um, let alone like you know Renona Sooners. And then uh, kind of on a larger scale, Oklahoma is known as the Sooner State. So are we going to change that too? It's not going to be right. known as the Sooner State anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, I mean, that, that is, it's a profound, it's a profound, uh, connection that a lot of people have to this sooner imagery, to this idea that people came to Oklahoma as pioneers and just bootstrapping their way up into, um, the modern age and, it's obviously going to be super uncomfortable for a lot of people to confront the true history of what took place. Um, now, when we were talking earlier, we were talking about how you probably expected me to have a sort of reaction, uh, a, a negative reaction to you when you initially reached out to me. Um, <clears throat> can you can you talk about? Talking to people specifically at the University of Oklahoma about the real history of the boomers and Sooners and how they've reacted. Did you ever have any conversations like that with people? I haven't had a lot of meaningful conversations with fellow students about Boomer Sooner when I was having these conversations. It was with other native students or uh, faculty who also recognized my chanting boomer sooner is problematic um but i i just recall things like on a message board um this was being discussed you know just talking openly you know all sides of history about boomer sooner and this one uh, european american woman getting really really distraught and upset and like taking it as a personal attack against her and her grandbabies, because apparently she was the grandmother to two twins, 
and the baby's middle names, respectively, one was Boomer, and the other baby's middle name was Sooner. Oh, my God. And so she's saying, you expect me to change my grandbaby's middle names? Oh, my God. That is how ingrained, that is how ingrained the football culture is here in Oklahoma, uh, a.k.a. Mid-South. It is the other religion besides wow. going to church on Sunday. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm actually, I'm saying wow, but I'm not shocked at all. That sounds like a pretty, a, a pretty classy uh, Oklahoma move to name your twins <laughs> Boomer and Sooner. Um, yeah, I mean, that was, you know, some of the first things that I learned when I was a kid was to yell Boomer Sooner. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a bit self-loathing about it, but I grew up watching OU football, and I still watch OU football, and uh, I caught myself almost teaching my children to yell boomer sooner, and then I thought, that's a terrible, that's that's not a good idea. It's just like the the story behind it is, you know, like, yeah, it's it's really, it's tough, you know, it's tough when you when you grow up with that and you think that these, the boomers and the sooners were the heroes, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and you find out that actually they were they were really they're essentially land pirates, right? Um, illegally seizing land, like it's it. They're not they're not the heroes um, that they're that they were taught to be in school. Um, yeah. So what what do you think? Do you think? Um, Boomer, like, what, what do you, what would, what do you think is the right thing to do about this, you know, all these, this boomer and sooner imagery and rhetoric in Oklahoma? Like, what, what would you, if you were I like, I think one thing yeah. that's a step in the right direction that I've been seeing, like, uh, you know, I've graduated, well, I'm in the school of nursing right now, but, um, like, what I've seen uh, do, um, this year at OU at the Norman campus, the Student Government Association, SGA, um, wrote something specifically stating that they would not be condoning the use of Sooner or Boomer Sooner for any of their meetings. Right. And so that's not like going to go all the way. Tell that to like 10,000 people chanting in a stadium uh, that are fanatics for OU football. Mm-hmm. But at least I think that is something. Um, that is good and in the direction that we should be moving forward in is with uh, undergrad students in the government association taking the initiative upon themselves to address right. why it is problematic. Yeah, that's, a, that's amazing that the students themselves yeah. would take that on. Yeah, that was huge. That, yeah. I, I just thought that was and, – and then, I, of course, I read about it in, in the media and it, was, it couched in this way that – Oh, can you can you believe it? They're they're questioning the Sooners. What are they going to do next? They're going to rewrite all of history so that everything is written out. Um, and and to me, it's like shocking because I think if you even if you if you just take a very neutral as neutral as possible in a dispassionate view of the story of the state now called Oklahoma, you, you could come to no other conclusions other than it was land that was granted by treaty, the federal government, that was violated repeatedly. And then 
this original settlers, the first wave, the first two waves of settlers, boomers and sooners, were there in violation of the federal law. <laughs> like, you know, like if if you if you if you apply that, like I said jokingly, like across, you know, on another side of the equation, you know, they're illegal immigrants, right? Like that that's what they are. It's what they were anyway. You're the reason God made Oklahoma. And I'm sure missing I'm sure missing you. Okay. Do you have any thoughts on baby boomers? Do I have thoughts on baby boomers? You know, I I don't I, I don't I don't really have a whole lot of thoughts on baby boomers. I I have this okay, I have this theory um that like I I like to fight people on um and we probably, we don't <laughs> we probably don't have time like to get into it right now but um it's kind of a contrarian theory I have that like I think the whole notion of generation of generation definition is way overrated. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. There are certain trends that hold up obviously societal trends, but I think that these hard and fast definitions and um, broad strokes of millennials are like this, Gen X are like this, baby boomers are like this, are they just they just don't hold up when you consider the diversity within a generation and a cr- and the other polarizations, political, religious, ethnic, et cetera, that, that, that exist across American society. I just, I just don't think the generational one is really all that. That didn't sound like that controversial. It didn't sound too controversial, no. But I guess I've kind of, I've kind of refined it. It used to just be a hot take, but now it's kind of like a, a pop sociological theory and I just, I, you know, I found it because I did, I once did a little show on like generations and like the whole thing on, like, I just basically wanted to spin it to be um, my, my, like, explore this whole theory I had. And, but yeah, but sure enough, like I had, I managed to get a round table of like, of uh, millennials, Gen Z, baby boomers, Gen X. And I just, and it's just like, okay, what, what are, what are the big differences of opinion we have? And there just weren't that many. I mean, I, I found that the millennials were were more environmentally conscious, like that that was more of their in the forefront of their of their minds. And I think that is definitely a difference. And we talked about consumer culture with boomers, like they didn't they didn't really have to think about like the you know the cost that they would pay and the world would pay for just consuming as much as possible. And so I think that is a di- like like I said I don't think there are it's not like there are no differences but and that's definitely one of the differences but you know I think that there were just more there were definitely I felt like politically they agreed with me a lot more than they than they differed with me but you know I could easily get people of my generation who would have vastly different political views than me, you know, just in within the same generation. It's almost like I think about this, like when you go to a Chinese restaurant and you get that, you get like the Chinese horoscope and it's like, year, like I'm the year of the tiger, 1974, and I get my tiger. And then I've got like, and I'm supposed to be like all these other people born in 1974. And I just think about people that are born in 1974. And I'm like, ah, 
ah, no, I'm nothing like them. <laughs> I, I don't know. A year of the tiger like means nothing. Like like I got I got lots in common with year of the rat, uh, like ox people, rat people. You know what? I'm a rat. That's why we get along. Oh, you're a rat too. I'm a rat. Oh, oh, okay. So, um, who else is a rat? I think my, uh, I think Rachel's a rat. Um, yeah, like rat, rats, like I get along with rats, but it doesn't say that I get along with rats. It says I get along with, I don't even know, some other animal. Anyway, I just think it's like. This is our year, by the way. What is? 2020, it's our year. year oh, happy year of the rat. Happy year of the Thank rat you. to you. Yes, yeah, yeah. All right, Apollonia, the people are, I've got a guy coming in. He's coming in the booth. Um, I'm just so happy. <laughs> I just got to say one more time. I'm just super happy we got to do this and I got this machine working. And and I'm super, I'm just, I'm glad that you, you know, had the time to talk to me about boomers and Sooners and all the rest. Um, of course, but now I don't have time because I got to get a pie in the oven. Like a real oaky moment here. What kind I of pie? I have to get a pie in the what, oven. What kind of pie? It's, it's, it's a shepherd's pie. Oh. And I want to have it ready for dinner time. Can I'm about to go pick out well, day you, from, from weekday school, and i got to get dinner ready, get this pie in the oven. So you better get that right pie. Yeah, get that pie in the oven. Can I just say one more thing about pies? Like, my birthday's coming up in 10 days or no less, and um, like eight, nine days, and I want a black bottom pie because that is my favorite pie is black bottom pie. And that's a real southern thing, and you just can't get a black bottom pie here. You got to make it from scratch. I've, I've made a mental footnote of that. Okay. You're listening to Word Salad, uh, 88.5 FM CJSR. Uh, my guest today has been Apollonia Pina, and we have been talking about Boomer Sooners. And I'm not even going to say Boomer Sooner. I'm just going to say thank you, Apollonia. Have a good day. Enjoy your pie. You do the same. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, thanks, y'all, for tuning in to Word Salad, Coronavirus, OK Boomer Edition. I'm your host, Dr. Russell Cobb. We've been talking about themes that are discussed in great depth in the great Oklahoma swindle, Race, Religion, and Lies in America's Weirdest State, available now by yours truly, that is Russell Cobb where I talk about the boomers and the sooners, and I hope you have enjoyed hearing about the boomers, maybe learning a little bit you didn't know. This has been Word Salad on CJSR 88.5 FM in Edmonton, Alberta, Treaty 6 Territory. I have really appreciated you tuning in and would love to hear from you. You can find us on Facebook at CJSR Word Salad. You can tweet at me at scissortel74 or just look on the U of A website and send me an email. Good old-fashioned email. Um, I hope you stay well and stay strong through this difficult time. And I will see you in hopefully better times and warmer times in April. Word up. They don't care Better move around the law.